Welcome to License to Talk Insurance, a podcast for independent insurance agents. Hello, my name is Amanda Yanis, and I am the Director of Marketing at Chicagoland SIA, and one of your hosts for this podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Kelsey Conklin-Ramsey. I'm the Director of Digital Strategy here at Chicagoland SIA, and I am your co-host for this podcast. Community involvement is a great way to build relationships, increase your brand awareness, and give back to your community in meaningful ways. It's a win-win for everyone involved. In fact, a study found that a company's charitable contributions in the form of either time or money affected 73% of America's purchasing decisions in 2018. And I can only imagine that that stat has increased in the recent years. Yeah, I was actually looking at the um, IA Magazine, Amanda, and in 2020, they did a whole article based on just kind of community involvement and giving back and the impact that it has, especially after the pandemic. I I feel that community involvement has gotten so important for a lot of people, especially in terms of brand awareness, right? Making sure that people are aware that you're there, you're in your local community. But I know we we discussed this in our last podcast, but I think it's really important for not only the millennial generation, but for the Gen Z generation in terms of decision-making and key decision-making and making sure that who the people that they choose to work with align with their core values, right? And so I think a really good opportunity for independent agents to kind of showcase and kind of have that common ground with their clients or prospects is by getting involved in their community by volunteering. And and I think it's just a great way to to kind of showcase, you know, some of your own passions and bring it kind of bring it into your independent agency. I totally agree. And they've actually done studies that have found that not only does it help with client relationships, but it helps with employee relationships. With a lot of the hiring challenges going on right now, if you can promote that your culture is a culture of giving that really is resonating with both millennial and Gen Z employees. So it's not just client building relationship, it's employee building relationship. And I think that's so important that people feel good about where they work, that it's not just a job, that they can feel fulfilled knowing that what they're doing and the company that they're working for is contributing in a meaningful way. That's so true. And especially with you know, speaking of Gen Z's and millennials, the millennials are full in the workforce now. Gen Z is is coming up there. And so when you're looking to recruit talent that you want to bring along and kind of harbor some of those relationships with younger talent and grow and grow some of those relationships in your in your agency, I think it's a really good opportunity to let potential employees or existing employees know like, hey, you know, we we value these these aspects, right? We value volunteering. We want to make sure we're giving back and participating in community events and getting involved in local community and volunteering XYZ. So making sure that your employees also can feel empowered to participate in how you're giving back, I think is huge. Back when I was working at my previous job, which is, you know, for those of you who haven't spoken with me, I worked for an advertising technology company and they actually provided one day a year where you could um, go and give back and volunteer. So my team that I worked with, we actually decided to do like a team volunteer day and all took that same day together. And we actually went and 
volunteered at a local animal shelter and got to walk dogs for an afternoon. And it was honestly one of the best days just because we got to spend time with each other. But then we also got to give back and hang out with a lot of really cute dogs. I remember I had to walk a, oh gosh, this is probably the biggest dog. It was like some type of mastiff. And this dog drug me down all the way across the street. And I was laughing. Like it was, it was an experience. And like we, I still am friends with a lot of people that I work with. And we still talk about it, but it was such a fun day and it was a great way to kind of get to know the team and to give back, right? So I think being an independent agency owner or, you know, participating in independent agency, the beauty of that is that, you know, a lot of independent agencies are smaller, right? And so having those one-on-one conversations with your employees and seeing what they're passionate about and kind of helping them give back in a way that maybe they aren't able to do individually, right? But you can do that as a business, I think that's such a wonderful thing and it helps employee retention. And then it's a great way to, again, to attract different clients and new clients that maybe you wouldn't have been able to do so before if you weren't, you know, volunteering, getting involved in the community. Uh, Another article that I saw again in IA magazine actually says that about 92% of agencies donate their time to some kind of community or charitable organization. And I think that really speaks to the you know, nature of independent insurance agents, that, that we're here to help. And we're not just here to sell you an insurance policy. We actually do care. And then another thing that they talk about, which actually surprised me, was about one in three agents actually volunteer with their clients. They invite their clients to participate in their volunteer or philanthropic activities. So imagine how deep a relationship you're going to form with your clients when you're actually out there, you know, walking dogs with people, or you talked about how you you still have those relationships with those coworkers. That is such a great way to deepen a relationship, to take it beyond just, you know, tell me what insurance policy you want, and I'm going to go out and I'm just going to hand you that policy and that's all I'm good for. Part of being the independent agent is those relationships, is being there to assist your clients and to care about what's happening in their lives. Oh, absolutely, Amanda. I, I totally agree. I, I think that's kind of the beauty of being an independent agent. You, you're able to kind of showcase the work that you do in a different way. When, when you're an independent agent, you're supposed to be an advocate for your clients. You're supposed to help them. You know, selling an insurance policy isn't as flashy as selling someone a new car. It's not something that they can take home. It's not, you, you can't, you can take home your insurance policy, but that's really about it. The big stack of paper. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, it's not flashy. It's not shiny. And it's a promise more than anything. So I think there has to be a lot of ways that showing, not telling your clients that you do actually care and that you're, that you are there to help. Cause I think a lot of, a lot of people are, are talkers and they can talk and talk and talk, but until something happens and God forbid something happens, right. But that's why you have insurance. Um, they, you want to make sure that your clients know that you are there and you will help support them in their time of need. And so I think a way to kind of showcase that and to showcase your core values, which I know we talked a lot in a previous podcast in terms of your personal brand, how can you get involved in your community that helps showcase a lot of these core values that you have that will also then kind of help, again, show, not tell who you are and what your, what your brand is. 
So Amanda, I, I guess in terms of marketing, I know you, you handle all the marketing for both Chicagoland and for Conklin. When you know Chicagoland or Conklin have some type of community involvement or if they're volunteering, I know we have you know a Toys for Tots little fundraiser thing going on at the office right now. How do you utilize a lot of, a lot of these components and a lot of things that we're doing in your marketing without, without sounding braggy? How do you market some of these different events or things that we're doing over on the Conklin or Chicagoland side um, on social media or just in your materials? Well, the first thing you have to realize is that if you approach it with the idea that I'm doing this to get business or I'm doing this to grow my business, it's not going to work. You have to be authentic in your desire to help or participate actively in your cause. So if you're approaching something with the like quip per quo type attitude, it's probably not going to work. So I feel like I say this all the time, but authenticity in our actions is just crucial with all of our activities, with all of our marketing. So when you're talking about what you're doing in your community, how you're supporting different organizations or charitable giving, it's important to put that organization, that charity, that nonprofit, whatever it is, front and center. Remember, it's about them. It's about helping. So yes, we're collecting toys for tots at our, our office in Lombard, but we don't go on it with a, well, bring us a toys for tot and hey, while you're here, get a quote. No, it's, you know, we're here, we're collecting toys for tots. We're a convenient location in your neighborhood to come and drop off with toys for tot. So it's, you got to put that organization front and center. Uh, we also do a lot of charitable donations and we don't talk about them probably as much as we should because it is it does kind of get awkward when you're like oh hey look at us we contributed x amount of money to these organizations so one way that we have found to support these organizations and promote our business is through our referral program so our referral program is if you have a friend or family member call in and say hey so and so sent me your way, I'm interested in getting a quote, and they provide the information, we are able to quote their insurance, we then make a contribution to one of the charities that we support. Now, you have to be careful with rebate laws, obviously, we don't want to be rebating anybody for binding policies with us, which is why it's just a quote, they don't have to bind the policy with us. It is a way to get our clients to be sort of brand ambassadors for us. They're out there, you know, they're talking to their friends and family. And if someone says, hey, I'm having problems with my insurance, I'm looking for a new agent or anything that comes up with an insurance question, by having that referral program, we feel like our clients are more likely to say, you go over to my insurance agent and you let them you know, quote your policy, you know, they're going to make this contribution to charity. And I, and I think that it's, it's just going to resonate so much stronger uh, with those clients and prospects. Yeah, absolutely, Amanda. It's a, it's a creative way to share with that prospect or those, even, even your existing client that, Hey, thank you so much. We really appreciate this. And because, because you referred this person, we're going to donate some money to charity, right? And it's a charity of some of the ones that we support. And again, those are great ways to showcase, you know, those, those core values that you have as an individual or that your business has. So I want to take a moment too. I know we've talked a lot about volunteering specifically, and that is a great way to get involved, obviously in your communities. Um, but it's not the only way. 
I mean, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about just other opportunities. So whether it's sponsoring a local community program. So I know a lot of independent agents uh, sponsor like little league or, you know, soccer teams or things like that in their community. That's a great way, you know, if, if that's, that's something that you're interested in that, you know, your, your family is interested in, but Another opportunity too, and this is something I noticed um, at our local farmer's market over the summer, but a lot, uh, I've seen a few independent agents in our area and not just independent agencies, but, you know, some captive agents as well um, that actually set up at their local farmer's markets or farmer's markets in neighboring communities. And they're there just to network and answer questions. And, you know, I, I've seen it be, you know, pretty successful for, for some of those agents. I obviously go and talk, talk to them and ask questions, right? But it's a good way, especially if your business isn't located in like a downtown area. You know, for example, Chicagoland and Conklin isn't in downtown Lombard, right? So just letting people know that, you know, you're there, you're here to help them. And I, I've, I've, you know, obviously I haven't been there, but from what I've heard, it's been pretty successful. Yeah, there are so many ways to be involved in your community. I know where I live, the city puts on various events. Uh, we have a, what we call the Foxtrot. I live out by the, the Fox River. So there's a charitable run called the Foxtrot and you can sponsor that. And what it is, is you get your logo on a banner that's displayed on the route. So while I'm not volunteering our time to be at the event, we're still supporting the event by sponsoring it and people are seeing our brand because our logo is featured on the banner. Uh, farmer's markets, as you said, are a great way. It might not feel like you're volunteering your time for a farmer's market, but those farmer's markets depend on booth fees to be able to run. So by buying a booth, you are supporting that community event. Other ways that you can support your community is donating your time uh, at schools. I know one of our producer actually teaches at a local college. Uh, we also have agents that are on various boards for local communities, uh, active in their local chambers. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I know here in, in the town that we live in, the, cha the Chamber of Commerce is very active and there's a couple of insurance agents that are on the Chamber and every year um, the different organizations that are a part of the Chamber of Commerce, they actually donate a Christmas tree and it's it's presented through our downtown and it's decorated and it's just it's a really just sweet way, you know, to to get involved and also to get your name out there and make the town just really sweet for the holidays. But there are definitely other ways that, you know, you can get involved with your Chamber of Commerce, especially, and Amanda, like you said, the, the Foxtrot down by you. Um, over by us, we have kind of a carnival that happens every summer and the different organizations um, in the Chamber, they, they uh, donate time and money um, to, to make sure that the event happens every year. So, you know, there's, there's obviously a lot of value in that. Speaking of the Chamber, talking to your local Chamber or local municipality is a great way to find out about opportunities that are available in your local community for volunteering or sponsoring or any kind of contribution that you can make. So I feel like maybe we should talk a little bit about how to get started because I think that's a sticking point for a lot of people is they have all these great intentions, but they don't necessarily know where to get started. So I would say probably step one is to find 
like a cause that has meaning to you and aligns with your business brand. And a great way to do that is to talk to your chamber or local municipality to see what's going on in your local community and then move from there into focusing on a specific cause that aligns with your brand. Yeah, and especially now that we're going into the new year, right? It's a great opportunity to sit down with, you know, your team and to say, okay, guys, we're 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 gonna brainstorm ideas as to how to up our community involvement this year. What are some what what are some organizations that you're passionate about? What would you like to see us participating in within the next year? And kind of have that brainstorming session, maybe do it over lunch or even just a, you know, a company meeting. And, and have some of those initial conversations so you can go ahead and get started looking into the 2023 calendar year. One of the organizations that I recently became involved in, um, the name is escaping me right now, but basically they make bikes for disabled children. So it's a custom made bike and we fundraise. Yeah, it's really a great organization. So they make a custom bike, which is usually about three to $4,000 per child to make these bikes to help them, you know, get around the neighborhood, participate with their friends. You know, bike riding is such a big part of being a child. And so we did a local little fundraiser where the proceeds from that all went towards helping this group. So it doesn't have to be necessarily even you know, participation in an event that's already going on. If there's something you can do at your office or, you know, on your free time, if you have a group of friends or clients that have a shared passion for something and you're like, you know, I really want to give to this organization, let's do a little fundraiser and donate all the proceeds. So that's something that I felt was really well done this year that I'm really proud to have participated in. So these people... There are your community, your clients are your community, your employees are your community. So when you're looking for community events, like you said, talking to your staff and finding out what's important to them, what are they passionate about can be a great gateway into finding these different organizations and these different fundraising or volunteering or sponsoring options. Now, the one thing I do want to sort of caution people about, especially if you're, you're volunteering your time. You need to remember that you are there to help these organizations. So if you call them up and you're like, what do you need? How can I help? Like, let's say you, you volunteer at a soup kitchen, which is very popular this time of year. So if they tell you they need someone to come and serve food, you need to show up and you need to serve food. You don't need to be going there pretending like you're going to help and then just networking with the other volunteers and neglecting your, your duties to the organization because that organization is depending on you. They've accounted for your volunteer time to help them run a successful, in this case, soup kitchen. I feel like that's just something that needed to be said. Hopefully nobody had the intent of, of going to these events and neglecting the actual charity or organization that they're, they're volunteering for, but it's easy to do. You get there, you get in sort of like that networking, that sales mode, and maybe you step away from your post more often than you should. So going and having this, this goal and keeping that goal front and center that you are there to help and that the referrals and the networking and the growth of your agency is all a secondary benefit. And also being consistent. If you say, you know, I'm going to come and I'm going to volunteer every third Wednesday, 
then you need to be there volunteering your time every third Wednesday. And if you can't, you need to communicate that very clearly to the organization well ahead of time so that they can work to find somebody to replace whatever task they had set out for you. That is such an important aspect of this, right? That volunteering and giving back to the community is not, the intent is not for personal gain, right? The intent is to give back to a community that has helped you and to network and to get a bit more involved. And networking takes time, right? And I, I read, oh gosh, I can't remember where I read this, but it honestly might've been an IA Magazine article because that's where I do a lot of my reading in terms of work reading. But it was it was talking about how if you go into networking with the with the right state of mind in the sense that you just want to get to know people or you just want to give back to your community, then good things will, will follow, right? If you're going into networking, looking at it as a sales pitch and treating it as a sales pitch, you're not going to be successful just because it's not coming off as genuine. People aren't really actually there, aren't, aren't, they're not getting to know you, right? They're not, they, they're not there at a community event um, or a volunteering event to learn more about, you know, your business or your independent insurance agency. They're there for the same reason that you should be there, right? To, to give back, to get involved and maybe to meet some nice people, right? So going in with the mindset of giving back and going into it for the right reasons, you know, eventually will pay off, right? You'll get to know certain people, especially again, you're right, Amanda, if you go back the third Wednesday of every single month, maybe you're going to be, you know, a regular with somebody else, right? And you can start to build some of those relationships, but it it should never be viewed as, okay, this is going to build my pipeline in the next month. Going at it with the right state of mind, the right perspective is very important. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. So I think, you know, getting back to how, how else to get started, um, reaching out to, to different nonprofits, you know, in the community or nonprofits, maybe even a little bit outside your community that you and your team are interested in. It's a great way to start. And then just, I know we, we've said this a couple of times, but making sure that we're consistent, um, making sure that you're, if you're committing that, you know, this organization or your community can, can rely on you, right? If you sign up for, you know, Little League, um, you're a sponsor for a Little League team or for a soccer team, and they rely on you for, let's say, snacks, that you're going to be there that one time a month that you have to commit for snacks, right? Um, I know that, my mom used to do that a bunch for us when we were kids. She would come to our little league game or to my brother's little league games and my soccer games and she'd have the oranges and she'd have all that stuff. We were Conklin was I was a big sponsor for a lot of our for a lot of our teams growing up. <laughs> Which is a great point. Getting involved in your family, especially children, are a great I don't want to say gateway, but really they are a great gateway to your community because it is the most like its own little ecosystem of your children's little league, your children's drama club, your children's schools. It, it It's a hard community to break into if you don't have children. Uh, but if you do, definitely get involved. Not only will you know you be giving back to your community, you'll be helping your children, growing with your children, dedicating more time to your family, and there's a good chance it's going to help your business in the long run, too. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think you make, you know, such a good point there, Amanda, in terms of if you don't have a family, it's hard to get involved. 
there are other ways to, to get involved in your community without, you know, obviously having that family component. There's a ton of different organizations and groups in every single community um, that you can tap into, right? There's a lot of professional organizations, even if you want to join like a beer softball league, you know what I mean? Like you don't even need to sponsor that. That's just a fun way to get involved in your community. Um, I know that when my husband and I were, when we were both in our single days, right? Um, when we moved downtown Chicago, we both joined um, volleyball, a volleyball league. I was terrible, but it was fun. And you got to meet a lot of different people. So, you know, it doesn't just need to be family oriented if you're not there or don't plan to get there. Um, and there's a ton of different ways that you can, you know, still get involved. We actually have a local theater group here that I'm trying to get involved in. Not that I'm an actor. I'm never planning to be on stage, but I am an artist. And you know what theater companies need? They need props. They need backgrounds. They need costumes. There's so many different ways to be involved. And it's a completely uh, charitable organization. They do little shows and they donate a little bit of their profits to a charity. I mean, they also keep some to, you know, keep their doors open, obviously, but things like that, you don't, I don't have to have a child to get me in the door with a theater group. You can join an adult intramural sports league, uh, sewing circles. I, I'm not, my mom was involved in a quilting club when she was uh, a professional. Uh, she's retired now. Oh yeah. There's a ton of different ways, you know, to get involved. You're, you're exactly right, Amanda. So I think really the the moral of the story here is that just getting involved in your community for the right reasons will, you know, you'll, you'll make some friendships, hopefully some prospects. Again, that's not the goal, but um, typically they kind of do go hand in hand. As long as you're, you know, genuinely interested in, in the organization or, you know, just making sure that you are, again, as Amanda's, this is Amanda's word of the year is authenticity, that you're going into it. Um, making sure that this this means something to you and your business, it can really it can really go a long way. So obviously, if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to reach out to myself or Amanda um, or your agency growth coach. Right, uh, Gail and Christine are always here to help. And if you have questions in terms of how to get involved or how other members have gotten involved, let us know. And you know, maybe we can even get you connected with another member who has um, similar interests to you and you guys can brainstorm different opportunities for, for getting involved in your community. But we're, we're always here to help. So definitely reach out to us. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you tune in next month.